those of you that are sharing my screen with me, you see that I have uh, just a little word up here this morning. If we want to know what spiritual truth is, we must believe the Bible, for it is spirit and life. If we want to be led by the spirit, then we must follow God's word. If we want to hear from the spirit of God, then we must listen to what God says in his word through his Holy Spirit and by his word, the Holy Bible. They are one. Praise God. And um, I also have up here Erica Joseph Shepherd Ministries, ministering the integrated healing prayer model. The integrated healing prayer model, brothers and sisters, integrates exorcism, deliverance, healing, and inner healing. Thereby, we are able to get people as close to as close to 99% free as possible. Well, Erica, why won't you commit to 100? Only Jesus can do that. Only Jesus can do that. Could be that comes, you know, a little bit later. I don't know. But at any rate, this morning... We're going to go completely over transformational, oops, something got my eye, transformational extensive deliverance. If you've ever been here, you know this is the little book. That um, that I give you when you first come here, which which explains this type of ministry as best as I've been able to find. Um, when I want to get the point across to people what what this ministry is about, and this morning as I was there we go transformational extensive deliverance. That's what people receive when they come here. That's the the integrated healing prayer model. It's the prayer model that the Lord gave me many, many years ago when I was concerned about just casting out demons and not seeing the person made whole and complete. And I got tired of people coming back to the altar, coming back to the altar. And I began to cry out to God because I knew that God's word is true. And so thus began the the mission uh, of God to teach me that you have to integrate exorcism, deliverance, healing, and inner healing. And you'll get a person as close to, to 100% free as possible. So you say, well, why why don't you think a person will be made 100% free? Well, brothers and sisters, as long as sin exists, 
as long as transparency spirits exist, as long as involuntary demons exist, as long as witches exist, uh, it's questionable. So why is it questionable, Erica? I know you were thinking that. Because, brothers and sisters, all of the people that possess evil human spirits, because they are the sons, as the Bible calls them, the sons of uh, Baleo, Baleo, or sons of perdition. And Jesus said he had lost none except the sons of perdition. Always remember the cross. One went to heaven and one went to hell. But they both had the opportunity. One, even in a state of dying, his heart was so hardened and he was so spiritually ignorant. You know what he was? He was damned. Them that believe shall be saved. Them that believe not shall be damned. The damned going to hell. So I'm going to show you here in my little booklet, really. And um, I want you to know, too, that the PDF uh, will just be sent out. And, and I was trying to wait until I finished ministering on Jesus, but the Holy Spirit interrupted and said today, I've got to teach you this, and I've got to teach you more um, more prophetic deliverance because it's awesome. It's awesome to watch God completely transform a person's life. And you know what? He not only transforms you spiritually in that transformational process, he blesses you with every uh, uh, blessing, every promise, every inheritance that he has for you. So he'll bring you out all the way. <clears throat> what do I mean by bring you out all the way? He'll bring you out. He'll transform your life spiritually, naturally, in the natural, you know, in the physical realm, meaning he'll transform your life uh, mentally. He'll transform your life financially, relationally. He'll transform your life any way that you will uh, uh, leave open to him and any way that you would trust him to do. That's what I mean by that. So to some of you, you know, you've already read this little booklet. To others of you, you will just be um, be reading it for the first time. But, uh, Reggie, type me on the chat here. Do you have this in a, in a PDF? I saved it in a PDF this morning. So if you have it in a PDF, it's possible you could go ahead and send that. Let me know. Do you have that in a PDF? Yeah. Okay. I beg your pardon. <laughs> oh, okay.
Okay, Reggie, go ahead. Save it in the PDF to send it out. Some of you already have it. You just be getting it again. And then I'll send out the rest of this week um, today. I, and you can just, I'll just leave it where it is, and I'll just start fresh on Monday with what I need to add to it. <clears throat> When I when I put that mute on off a few minutes ago, somebody on here needs some serious deliverance. I heard it. I don't know what's happening. Don't uh, don't let the devil get you down. I need to tell you he's gonna fight you during this. During these remi- Reggie let me know yesterday. We are third through this. You're on the second <clears throat> you're on the second third today. I will beat you down because he's going to try. He's going to try everything he can to get you from to not be on this line. Don't let him beat you down. Rise up above him. You're on your way to to the best time in your whole life. Happy birthday! Happy birthday this morning. If you are on this line and you have a birthday today, the best birthday present you ever had in your whole life, you're getting it right now. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. If I could sing, I'd sing you a song, but you really don't want me to sing happy birthday. You won't have a good birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna send this out in the PDF. Can you do it? Can you do it, um, Reggie? While you, while you talking, can you do it while we talking? All right. We'll see what happens. All right. <clears throat> Transformational extensive deliverance. And I know some of you are going to be really surprised to hear what I'm about to tell you, but we're about to get another healing home. Only this one has seven bedrooms. Once again, it's raggedy and tore up. <laughs> but, but with the help of the Lord, and a person in the ministry, God made it able. And this one kind of looks like the original, like the one you see here on the picture. This is the original one. So we're about to have uh, maybe seven, seven more bedrooms, plus the person who's going to be living in, in that healing home. And I'm kind of liking it better because the ministry is growing, and um, and I know God is doing this because I absolutely positively could not do it. Every time a healing home comes up, I have absolutely no money. <laughs> I have no, I be broke, <laughs> and except the Lord do it, it wouldn't even happen. 
But he does it. He does it. And this one, this one sits on an acre and it sits on the main street. Well, where we are now is really, really nice. And it's really, really cheap. And it's really, really God that did it. Praise God. So we'll be able to accommodate even more. And when we come out of this 21 days, we're going to need to accommodate more. And so will you. Maybe you need to think about your healing home. This one stayed packed. It could. Sometimes I just have to take a break. And those of you that have one already, yours is going to be way, way, way not enough. Because the Lord's going to send us more and more. You know why? If you read the New Testament, it says that the apostles went from house to house. Mm-hmm. That's how the church was formed, from house to house. Thank God. Thank God for the big churches on Sunday. I love them. They just can't do the job all by themselves. They need us. And they're going to know it more and more. They need the ministry of help. It's still in the Bible. And I paused here. I want to cut this off. Okay. Transformational Extensive Deliverance. The Ministry of Erica Joseph Shepherd and the Integrated Healing Prayer Model. Disconnects you from spiritual and natural darkness, along with everything that has you disconnected from the promises of God. The Holy Spirit then reconnects you to more of Jesus. Thus, ah, see, thus connecting you to more of the love, power, and your covenantal promises from God. Through the Integrated Healing Prayer Model Ministry, utilized by Erica Joseph Shepherd Ministries, our spirit warfighters and Ted. I'm making a few corrections as I go along. Ted is transformational extensive deliverance. Through the integrated healing prayer model ministry utilized by Erica Joseph Shepherd Ministries, our spirit warfighters and Ted, you experience a prayer model that integrates deliverance, healing, exorcism, and inner healing. It is an experienced prayer model that has been proven to work for over 25 years, really over 30 years now, of almost everyday use. The integrated healing prayer model operates exposing and destroying hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression that once exposed brings healing to the spirit, soul, and body while it restores the individual, bringing them into a new level of spiritual maturity, growth, and power, and allows them to receive 
the peace, joy, and righteousness of God. The integrated healing prayer model enables a person to appropriate their covenantal power, promises, and blessings from God. Erica Joseph Shepherd Ministries and the integrated healing prayer model is a ministry of winning spiritual warfare that defeats the enemies of God. It is a ministry that works throughout and within, get this, the spiritual, soulish, and the physical realms by the power of God. This ministry, no, this is a ministry that allows you to connect more with the fullness of God. It is an effective prayer ministry because it works directly upon the spirit, soul, and body, <clears throat> meaning within the physical body of an individual, through the heart, mind, will, intellect, and emotions, uncovering, exposing, and revealing anything opposing or against the Lordship of Jesus Christ, including, but not limited to, evil spirits, demons, demonic influence, demonic infestation, and the hidden strategies of Satan working against that person. Our ministry exposes threats, past generational spirits, the present spirits, joys, the future or familiar spirits, along with the bondage that is, was, and is now working unhindered, undercover, and in secret, hiding, hindering, opposing God's plans and purposes for the destiny of the person. Satan and demons are the enemies of God. They seek continually to bring chaos and disorder to the spirits, souls, and the bodies of human beings. They do this by using spirits that work continually under the cover of past and present darkness, sin, evil, and evil human spirits. Through the ministry of Erica Joseph Shepherd Ministries, utilizing the integrated healing prayer model, these works of hidden darkness, hidden oppression, and hidden word-based programming are are exposed by the Holy Spirit. I got to add witchcraft there. Hold on one minute. I must add witchcraft, and I'll make that correction later. Um, I mean, because we cannot exclude witchcraft. of Erica Joseph Shepherd Ministries utilized in the Integrated Healing Prayer Model. These works of hidden darkness, hidden oppression, and hidden word-based programming. Okay. Hey, Reggie, make a note. Make a note to straighten out page two. We got to straighten this out, um, brothers and sisters. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to make my corrections later. I hate to do this. Through the ministry of Erica Joseph Shepherd Ministries, utilizing the integrated healing prayer model, these works of hidden darkness, hidden oppression, 
hidden word-based programming and witchcraft are exposed by the Holy Spirit, and we then confront the spiritual hindrances and obstacles that have been secretly operating through them against the person opposing the plans and purposes of God for the life of that individual. The integrated healing prayer model allows the prayer or minister in this instance to destroy those hidden works of darkness, oppression, and words along with the spirits, demons, demonic influences, and strategies of Satan that are holding the person in bondage, hindering them from appropriating and receiving their covenantal inheritance of power and blessings from God. Once identified, the spirits are cast out and destroyed. Then Jesus, the healing and restoration of God's order to the spirit, soul, and body. Erica Joseph Shepherd Ministries and Spirit Warfighters are a biblical example in demonstration of the power of God operating through a person over evil forces, demons, demonic influences, evil spirits, evil human spirits, and witchcraft. These spirits and forces operate from within and without a person's whole being within their spirit, soul, and body. What I mean by that is these spirits and forces that I'm identifying can operate from the inside of you if they have been there um, uh, due to generational and or inherited um, spiritual capabilities or ancestral or cultural as well. Okay? So if you have spirits in you that came there through birth or through environmental, cultural, superstitious practices, okay, then those spirits are operating from within you. But now you might even have spirits operating from the outside, uh, and these would be spirits that are transferred, spirits that have attached themselves to you, or spirits that have actually just walked in because you had an open door, and those are involuntary demons, brothers and sisters. These spirits afflict people, and they can afflict everything that exists within the atmosphere around that person. The spirits and spiritual forces oppress, and they can possess an individual. However, listen, you cannot be possessed by the Holy Spirit and possessed by a demon in your spirit, but your soul can and your physical body can too. Don't let anybody trick you with these lies they're telling people. Don't let them trick you. They cannot, no demon or evil spirit can, can operate in you without something there, kindred unto itself, okay? There has to be something there that allows it to operate. Now, people talk about open doors. Yeah, you can open a door, but there can be some things there 
due to kindred uh, nature that you born with them. You inherit them, uh, inherited them from your mama's side or from your daddy's side. And that ain't got to be no open door, or, or it will be an open door, I should say, but you won't be aware of the fact that it's there. Example, I minister to people from every tribe and every nation. That's what the Bible says. Every tribe and every nation. We have, we have some tribes that go all the way back. Ooh, they go back further than other tribes. That's all I can say. Some tribes are are formed and have been formed later due to the mixture of other tribes. So let's say you have a um, let's say you have a a person from Mongolia, and the person from Mongolia marries somebody from uh, Morocco. Morocco, you know, Africa. But that would be French West Africa. So what you have now is you have a Mongolian tribe and a French West African tribe come together. And their children can be a whole new tribe that's born with the spirits from French West Africa and from Mongolia. So when you go to minister to that person, you're going to have to deal with what they inherited from their French West African um, heritage, and you're going to have to deal with what they uh, inherited from their Mongolian heritage, and then you're going to have to deal with what they, what they themselves um, were born with, because understand this, you're born in sin, you shaped in iniquity. You're born in sin, but the iniquity is the sins of your parents and your grandparents and your great-great-grandparents. It could be. If nobody ever got saved in that family line, you got to deal with all that stuff. But then if one person gets saved, it stops right there. Like if that, if that child of the French West African and the Mongolian got saved, it stops right there until sin is initiated on the part of the offspring of that a child that's the result of the French West African and the Mongolian. So, um, okay, I just wanted to throw that in, and I'm going to throw some other things in, too. The term spiritual warfare, for our purposes, in a generic term, refers to any confrontation with demonic spirits and evil spiritual forces. This confrontation, having been initiated, planned, and determined by God of removing them out of that person. What I mean by this is, God orchestrates and initiates deliverance, brothers and sisters. When you are delivered from the spirit, don't think that the person sitting there as a facilitator being used by God to cast that demon out is operating on their own. It is not them. God has already called that spirit to judgment. It has already been planned and determined by God for that person to be delivered. Hallelujah. So that's what we do, and that's how we operate, and that's how I'm going to teach you. This is done basically by the Holy Spirit confronting the spirit that God has called to judgment. And then the Eric Joseph Shepherd Ministries spirit walk writer 
following God's leading, hearing the brokenhearted, casting out demons, laying hands on the sick, and the sick recovering. All hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression, along with the spirits operating in, behind, or through them, are products of the effects of sin with all of its spiritual bondages, demons, fallen angels, evil, unclean spiritual, soulish realm powers, forces, principalities, thrones, dominions, bands, traps, nets, cages, generational, cultural, inherited spirits. And last, but certainly not least, witchcraft spirits as well. You see, brothers and sisters, when a person is under hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression, frequently they know something is wrong. But sometimes they're not able to pinpoint the exact cause. So therefore, they are struggling and reluctant to take action to get help for fear of how people will perceive them. Many times, the people struggling with hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression are tormented and have been unable to overcome those things that are overwhelming to them, and they don't understand because they see other people that just seem to be able to simply overcome them. It leaves them feeling like, what's wrong with me? Demons, this is very important for you to know. Demons can integrate with a person's personality to the degree that the individual can no longer separate his or her self-identity from that of the demon. When this happens, the person may legitimately feel that he or she cannot change. The attitude becomes, and it's really, really bad when it gets to this point. This is just the way I am. What you see is the real me. Don't expect me to do what is not in my power. I say, having been a deliverance minister and exorcist, y'all want to know about my exorcist, go look under Erica Joseph Shepherd or a lady exorcist. God called me to, to do that and call myself a lady exorcist for uh, one reason. God told me to say, Erica, the secular world don't know nothing about that word you call deliverance. But they know because they haven't seen that movie, but they scared of exorcists and they know that if they got a real um, spiritual problem, they need an exorcist. And so for many, many, many years, many people came to me because I had that, a lady exorcist. So I still have, like, some of my videos up on YouTube under a lady exorcist um, and some of my old schools, too. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me, I am always sad and disturbed <clears throat> when I meet people who realize 
that they have some sort of spiritual problem and they go to church and ask for prayer. Many go to the altar. Some are left standing at the altar. And some leave the altar with more demons than when they came to the altar for prayer because the people praying for them have never been delivered. And the people praying for them have demons operating in them. And by the laying on of hands, their demons were transferred onto the person coming to the altar for prayer. Another thing that bothers me is when someone goes to a minister for deliverance for themselves or their home or workplace, and the person who comes to pray for them or their dwelling place or business is full of conflicting demonic spirits themselves. And they don't know the difference between the different types of spirits in operation. They think one method works for everything, when in actuality, if the seed and the root of the problem are not determined and dealt with, the spirits are not going to go anywhere. They will appear to have left, but will only have given up a lesser spirit, if anything. These things cause people to lose hope, and they begin to doubt the power and ability of God. What has really taken place is nothing but deception on the part of the demonic spirits. Through this integrated healing prayer model, we literally seek and search out the spirit or spirits that are or were hidden. They are then, listen, hunted up, <laughs> uncovered, exposed, and then destroyed by the power of God. Reggie just sent this out to everyone. So you should have it now. You should have it, she says. Okay? So I said, in our ministry, we seek those demons out. We search out the spirit of spirits that are or were hidden. We hunt them up like a war fighter. We uncover them, expose them, and then God destroys them by his power. Praise God. You see, brothers and sisters, demonic oppression is a favorite of demons, okay? Demonic oppression is a favorite tactic of demons. Hmm. With demonic oppression, the demons attack through the souls and the body. But let me, I might have to make this a little bit clearer. I'm talking about the souls and the bodies of uh, Christians. You see, anybody that is not a Christian, or, well, no, forget Christian. Anybody that has not been born again. Anybody that is an unbeliever, well, they got plenty of demons, and their soul, I mean, their spirit has not been sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit. When you become saved, your spirit is sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit. So no matter what you might have, it will not affect your spirit, but it will oppress your spirit. And cause your spirit to be blocked. Okay? So when you hear me talk about the soul and the body, 
I'm talking about believers. I'm talking about people that have never been set free in their in their soulish area. So you say, well, wait a minute, Erica. Don't just have when we get saved. Listen, when you get saved and ask Jesus to come into your heart, you are regenerated. Your human spirit becomes regenerated. It becomes the dwelling place of God at that exact moment. And if you yield everything, your your soul and your body can be brought under subjection. But the Bible says that you um, that your soul has to be restored back to God. Well, where does it say that? It says, work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling before God. And then your mind has to be transformed. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Present your body, your physical body, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, for that is your reasonable service. Then it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, if you are born again, you're only going to have a problem with your soul and your physical body. If you haven't been born again, if you have not accepted the Lordship and the salvation, praise God, from Jesus Christ, you got a problem in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. So I want to make that clear. Demons are great masters at making people think thoughts and feel feelings. Demons love this highly effective inexplicable strategy of oppression because they are the ones inflicting feelings like anger, rage, hopelessness, being totally alone or abandoned, despair, depression, sadness, overwhelming guilt, longing, desperation, and so on. The demons go about waging a continual campaign of spiritual mental, psychological terror on their victims, causing them to feel increasingly isolated, alone, and increasingly in what feels like mental, physical, physiological anguish, terror, and pain. At some level, within the spirit of all of us, even the most desperately, demonically oppressed, influenced, or infected person. They retain their spiritual connection to God, and their spirit knows clearly and certainly that the horrible things that they are feeling are coming from within their soul and or their body. These types of spiritual situations, oppression slash possession, Obsession, and I could add repression, influence, infestation are all very serious and can produce dark, disturbing circumstances, including death. All demonic spirits and demons are actively malicious spirits who bring harm into the lives of the people they inhabit. All demonic spirits possess the experience, motivation, and means to accomplish their goals. Eliminating this type of evil 
can be very difficult and dangerous. It can even be life-threatening. Jesus' ministry, power over demons. A major part of Jesus' public ministry was casting out devils, demons, evil spirits, unclean spirits, etc. And in doing so, Jesus announced the downfall of Satan's kingdom. In Jesus' ministry, he dealt with every type of healing needed and ministered to each individual according to their personal situation and circumstances. Ain't that great? Jesus made it possible through the finished work of the cross and the resurrection power of God's Holy Spirit for the believer and his church to continue his healing, deliverance, exorcism, and inner healing ministry. Jesus' first act of healing involved the casting out of a demon in Luke 4, 31-36, and it reads, And came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days, and they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. And in the synagogue there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil, and they cried with a loud voice, saying, let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? Yeah, man, I am. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. <laughs> Excuse me. The Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and heard him not. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What a word this is. For with what authority and power he commanded clean spirits, and they come out. Don't let nobody fool you. You can't rub no demon out. You can't massage no demon out. You can't romance no demon out. They they only come out, brothers and sisters, when they are cast out in the name of Jesus. Casting out of demonia, casting out of the demonic was an area of ministry in which Jesus engaged. At least one fourth of Jesus' earthly ministry was devoted to dealing with demonic and spiritual problems and the casting out of demons. In Luke 13, 11, it reads, And behold, a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. The Bible says she had a what? Spirit of infirmity. In Matthew 12, 22, it reads, Then was brought unto him Jesus, one possessed with the devil, blind and dumb. And he, Jesus, healed him insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. Hallelujah. The Bible says that he was possessed with a devil, a dumb and blind spirit. In Luke 8, 27, it reads, And when he, Jesus, went forth to land, there met him, Jesus, out of the city, a certain man which had devils long time and wore no clothes, neither abode in any house, but in the tomb. The Bible says, a man who had devils a long time, 
causing aberrational behavior. He wore no clothes, neither stayed in any house. In Mark 9:22, it reads, And all times it, speaking of the spirit here, had cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. The Bible says <clears throat> it was a dumb spirit, and it cast him into the fire and water to destroy him, a spirit causing suicidal behavior. In Luke eleven fourteen, it reads, And he, talking about Jesus, was casting out a devil, and it was dumb. And it came to pass when the devil was gone out, the dumb spake, and the people wondered. Mm-hmm. Signs, miracles, wonders. The Bible says, a dumb spirit causing speech problems. In Matthew fifteen twenty two, it reads, And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. Remember, vexed, irritated, rubbing you, just rubbing you, just irritating you. The Bible says that the daughter was vexed with the devil, causing torment, total demonic possession, such as was shown in scenes from the movie The Exorcist, is very rare. However, it does happen, and it is happening more frequently. Total possession of a person, sinner or non-believer, can be intensely damaging, both to the person possessed and to all those who come in contact with the person that is possessed. A person possessed can cause sudden painful effects upon the person praying for them, their family, and everything concerned with them. Restoration is possible. Resuming a life is possible. And life with the person receiving ministry will become better off after having been made free in Jesus Christ. Now, the prayer and the person receiving the ministry have become overcomers. Now they both possess fresh oil and overcoming anointing with overcoming power because you won the spiritual battle. You might be thinking, how do people get these demons? The Bible tells us about sin. One of the reasons that sin is so awful is that sin opens us up to demons, demonic influence and demonic possession in the worst cases. And no living human being can escape sin because we are born to sin. The Bible reads, Behold, I was brought. My mother was sinful who conceived me, and I too am sinful. Psalms 51.5, the Amplified Bible. Psalm 58.3 reads, The ungodly are perverse and estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they are born, speaking lies. Psalm 58.3, the King James Version. Matthew 18.3 reads, Truly I say to you, unless you repent, change, turn about, and become like little children, trusting, lowly, 
loving, forgiving. You can never enter the kingdom of heaven at all. Matthew 18.3 reads, Truly I say to you, unless you are converted and become like children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. 12.9. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? Once again, in another translation. Furthermore, we had earthly fathers to discipline us, and we respected them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the Father of spirits and live? That's the New American Standard Bible. Here, God is referred to as the Father of spirits. While we inherit our physical attributes from our physical parents, look, our inner person, our spirit from God, and I've already showed you that we are created in his image. You can begin to see there is an aspect of spiritual spirit importance of Jesus and his call to ministry. Just as there is a spiritual aspect of your spirit as it relates to Jesus and the Father of all spirits, its creator, our Father God. The Bible is a spiritual book. God has already provided every answer to every question and situation that could ever occur here on earth for us through his word. The Bible is a spiritual book written in spiritual language to a spirit people. Fear God. You are a spirit sent from and a part of spirit God. God sent you and me to affect this earth before our spirit soul returns to God our Father. The only spirit that is supposed to be influencing us is the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. Ungodly spirits know that influence, influencing the person is to influence the heart, I mean, the mind, the heart, the will, the emotions, the intellect, the soul. Ungodly spirits torment and destroy the body through limited death in an attempt to control that person. Now you have the basis of all spiritual problems we can never solve a spiritual problem with natural solutions, sin, unfruitful works of darkness. The Bible tells us to have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, both spiritual and natural, but rather expose them. Ephesians 5.11, New King James Version. The power of sin is in its secrecy. As long as sin is kept hidden in the dark, a person continues to fellowship with the spirits operating through the hidden works of darkness and oppression by way of the unfruitful works of darkness. They will never be free. The only way to be free of sin and the spirits operating behind sin is to expose them to the light. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. 
Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Psalm 51, 1 through 3, the New International Version. David was a man after God's own heart. One of his strengths was that even though he sinned and made mistakes, he was quick to acknowledge that sin was sin. He exposed it before the Lord, asked for and received forgiveness. When you sin and then try to convince yourself and everybody else that it isn't really a sin, you are effectively living a lie. As long as you refuse to acknowledge that sin is sin, you will be bound by the spirits operating behind it. You must acknowledge that your sin is a sin and then that you have sin. Then the spirits that are operating through and behind your sin will control and dominate. Oh, until then. I'm sorry. I knew it didn't really sound right. Okay, let me start that over. This is so important. When you sin and then try to convince yourself and everybody else that it isn't really a sin, you are effectively living a lie. As long as you refuse to acknowledge that sin is sin, you will be bound by the spirits operating behind it. You must acknowledge that your sin is a sin and then that you have sin. Until then, the spirits that are operating through and behind your sin will control and dominate your life. You must say, this is a sin. Satan, the Lord rebuke you this morning. You must say, this is a sin. I committed this sin. Forgive me. Then God is able to forgive you, wash you clean, and remove that sin as far as the east is from the west. That sin and the spiritual effects of that sin, demons, demonic influence, or infestation, will no longer dominate and control you. You will no longer be subject or bound to it. Brothers and sisters, when sin comes to tempt you, say, no, I know who you are. You are sin. I will not submit myself to you. Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children. Live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But among you there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of iniquity, I mean impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse jesting, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a man is an idolater and has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. If you are a child of God, you should be an imitator of your father 
and live a life of love, not of impurity, immorality, and greed. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible. For it is light that makes everything visible. This is why it is said, wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. If the blood of Jesus has saved you, you were once in darkness, but now you are in the light. Live as a child of light and find out what pleases the Lord. Goodness, righteousness, and truth please him. You can expose your own sin and be forgiven, or you can try and hide it and be exposed anyway. However, you will do it without forgiveness and have to live with the hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression, hindering, oppressing, and weighing you down. The integrated healing prayer model, <clears throat> deliverance, healing, exorcism, and inner healing is the prayer ministry of healing, liberation from the forces of evil by the casting out of all demons, demonic influence, and demonic oppression. Casting out demons is a miracle. Ta-da! <laughs> Here's something that you should understand. Casting out a demon and the demonic and demoniac is the one miracle. Let me stop. Forgive me. I just get wired up, tired up. Casting out demons is a miracle. Here's something that you should understand. Casting out a demon and the demonic is the one miracle in the New Testament of the Bible which has no counterpart in the Old Testament. It is therefore the one distinctive sign kingdom of God has come. The Bible the Bible the word of God does not tell us the how, when, or where. Jesus just said, and these attesting signs shall accompany those who believe. In my name, Jesus, they shall cast out demons. Casting out demons and experience with God. Just as salvation is an experience with God and the baptism in the Holy Spirit is an experience with God, the driving out of demons, demonic influence and infestation, demonic oppression and evil spirits of bondage is an experience with God. Satan and demonic forces are challenging the men and women of God today, just as they have done to God's people throughout time, as it is recorded in the Word of God, the Holy Bible. Satan is saying, in effect, to every believer and Christian, you have always been under my dominion and control, and you always will be. 
Now, as he is saying this, he is beginning a relentless pursuit along with an aggressive assault to defile and steal you away from God and back to himself. Why? Here's the reason why, brothers and sisters. Satan wants to reproduce himself in you. Yep. Satan wants to reproduce himself in you. Just as he is ruined, he wants to ruin you. Just as he is useless, he wants to render you useless also. The devil is abolished and given over to eternal misery. And that's his plans for you. He wants to reproduce himself in you. The Bible says about Satan three times in the Gospel of John, 12:31, John 14:30, and John 16:11. Jesus, the Lord Jesus refers to the devil as the prince of this world. The following scriptures relate to his limited power. Now, the prince of this world will be driven out. The Bible tells us to be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. <clears throat> the scriptures say, resist him, standing firm in the faith. First Peter 5, 8 and 9 tells us that Satan walks up and down on the earth going to and fro. God tells us, that his eyes run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show his might in behalf of those whose hearts are blameless towards him. God's eyes are ahead of Satan's feet every time. God is always looking for someone who is ready to allow him to demonstrate his saving, healing, and delivering power to them and through them. All authority in heaven and on earth, has been given over to Jesus. The reason the Son of God appeared was and is to destroy the work of the devil. Jesus said, the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. Jesus wants you and me to be able to proclaim the same thing. And in order to be able to proclaim this victory, and it be the truth, the restoration of your soul is not an option area where Satan and his demons have erected a platform to work on you through hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression needs to be sought out and destroyed. God, our Father, has not sent us to this earth for such a time as this to be going around with a heavy heart, weights on our souls, Bodies wrecked with infirmity, not having clear direction, infested and influenced by demons. Demons don't have to be in you to torment you. You see, demons don't have to be in you to torment you. They can be attached to you and hanging on to you. They can be targeted at you or sent to you operating through the airways. It doesn't matter which way they come. They come to bring all kinds of pain, misery, and suffering without actually taking up residency within a person. In these type of situations, the demons can attach themselves to a place, a home, a church, a business, a person, an object, or even a family lineage or culture. When a spirit is operating in this way, 
the demon is free to cause great torment. Worse, since they are not bound to a particular person, the demon can affect many people all at once. The demon can come and go at will. This makes eliminating them pretty intense and challenging. You have to go on the spiritual or spirit hunt to identify them. The spirits, wherever they are hiding, within the soul or body of an unsaved person, I mean, within the spirits, wherever they are hiding, within the soul or body of a saved person, or within the spirit, soul, or body of an unsaved individual, having brought the person under subjection. These spirits will seriously challenge the power of God. They have to be overpowered by the word of God, the blood of Jesus, and the power of God's Holy Spirit. We can then cast them out, their works, actions, thoughts, and deeds in Jesus' name. Erica Joseph Shepherd Ministries, Integrated Healing Prayer Model, Field Warfighters, and TED. The mission of Erica Joseph Shepherd Ministries, Integrated Healing Prayer Model, Spirit Warfighters, and TED is to make real to the men and women of God the victory of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ over all that is evil. To bring Jesus' living presence with God's love, saving, healing, and delivering power over all the evil that we encounter within the souls and the physical bodies of men, women, and children. We believe that the purpose of Jesus' plan on earth is to save us from our sins, the iniquities of our parents, and the transgressions of those that trespassed against us, to save, heal, and deliver us from sin and its effects, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to heal the sick and set the captives free, enabling them to appropriate God's righteousness, peace, and joy, kingdom of God. The integrated healing prayer model liberates people from spiritual sickness, spiritual bondage, physical sickness, and physical bondage. It destroys hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression. It brings about the restoration of God's order to the spirit, soul, and body. If you're thinking, what will be the evidence that the hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression are gone? Make no mistake about it. You will know. Your doubts will be dispelled. You will be able to see, feel, and know your life will have been transformed, changed for your and God's best. Your hidden works of darkness will have been destroyed along with the hidden oppression that was supporting demons, demonic oppression, influence, infestation, and other spirits that were being used to torment you. <clears throat> they will be gone and replaced by the peace and power of God. You will begin to experience afresh the love and healing power of God within your spirit, soul, and body because you will have experienced God in one or more of the following ways. One, spiritual healing. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Be born again, regeneration of the human spirit. John 3.16. Physical healing of your flesh and bones. Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, <clears throat> smitten of God, and afflicted. And with the stripes we are healed. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. Inner healing, spirit, soul, and body. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray, God, your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Deliverance of the demonized, exorcism, the unregenerated spirit of mankind, body, and soul. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, Jesus, they shall cast out demons. Here at Eric and Joseph Shepherd Ministries, we have a working knowledge of the spiritual and soulless realm. We understand that because you are a spirit, other spirits can and do fight you within the spiritual and soulless realm. Bad or evil spirits oppose you because of your spiritual relationship with God. We understand that they can block, obstruct, and transfer on you. You can win in this spirit-spiritual battle because God, our Father, has destined you to win, just as his son Jesus was destined to win before the foundation of the world and true to the plan and purpose of God, Jesus won. The number one tool that you need to win in this spiritual battle about your enemy. Your utilization of this truth is going to require that you have courage and faith in God and in God's ability. Your faith in God and his power to overcome your fears, apprehensions, and those little voices that the evil one will be sending to you, telling you to run. Hold on, I'm going to do that again. Listen, your faith in God and his power to overcome your fears, apprehensions, and those little voices that the evil one will be sending to you, telling you to run, to get away, and to quit this battle. Those voices that will seem to pop up from nowhere within your mind will start telling you that you don't need this. It's not for you. The enemy will lie, telling you all you have to have is the Holy Spirit, and no other spirit can endure you. You need to escape from this type of ministry. Absolutely this will not be the voice of God talking to you because the truth is that for some people, this type of ministry is their only source of permanent help. The power of God coming in and exposing, uncovering, and dispelling the hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression. You see, we believe that God, through the words of Jesus Christ, his son, As given to us by his holy Bible, the life-giving message of salvation, which includes divine healing, restoration, 
and spiritual freedom. This includes the power of God available to heal the spirit, soul, and body. We believe that God is able, willing, and desires to meet all of our needs, no matter how desperate or impossible they may seem in the natural. We believe that Jesus is aware that the human race is in desperate need of healing, spirit, soul, and body, with so many people lost to him, having been physically, emotionally, and spiritually crushed, weighed and beaten down by sin and its effects. The cares of this world and spiritual ignorance. No, we believe that in Jesus and through his love, people can find and receive the good news that will bring them eternal life. We believe that they can receive complete healing that will bring them restoration of the fullness of God. We believe this gives the complete ability. Oh, man. We believe that in Jesus and through his love, people can find and receive the good news that will bring them eternal life. We believe that they can receive complete healings that will bring them restoration of the fullness of God. We believe this gives the complete ability to live a full and overcoming life today and life eternal through Jesus Christ, who and what you are filled with. The only thing that people have to to do is know the answer to the question that heaven and hell poses to each of us. That one question being, do you know who and what you are filled with? It is an important question, and the eternal destiny of the church of Jesus Christ depends on your answer. Because the body of Christ today is having an identity crisis of unprecedented proportions. If we are to fulfill our spiritual destiny, we must know what and who we are filled with. We must be filled with the Spirit of God. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he them, and God blessed them. Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Genesis 127. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Ever the silver cord be loose, or the golden bowl be broken, or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the cistern, then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. I want you to know, what and who you are. You are a spirit soul sent from God. When you were a child, you knew exactly who you were because you had just come from God. It took the world 
lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life to make you forget it. Every living human being is a spirit soul sent from God, whether they know it or not. When you, as a born-again spiritual believer, understand and acknowledge that about yourself, you will also understand and acknowledge it about others. When you are able to believe that you are a spirit sent by God and you are made in the image and likeness of God, never before When you are able to believe that you are spirit sent by God and you are made in the image of life, it should be like never before. Like never before, you start to recognize and love the same spirit of God in other human beings. You begin to have an even greater depth of spiritual love, understanding, and compassion. You begin to operate through a new spiritual understanding of the body of Christ. Let's dispel any misunderstanding, any spiritual ignorance, doubt, and unbelief, so that you can mature spiritually. Hold one minute. Okay. Let's dispel any misunderstanding, any spiritual ignorance, doubt, and unbelief, so you can mature spiritually. You and I are spirit souls sent from God, made in the image and likeness of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, made in God's image and likeness. God is spirit, and God's spirit is within you and me. You and I cannot connect with God to receive anything from God outside of your spirit, soul, self. All of God's power is within you. All that God is operating within you now. God is a part of you, living within you, operating from within you. God is working from the inside of you to the outside of you. God is a part of you, operating from the outside of you to the inside of you. You are a part of God from the inside out, and you are a part of God from the outside in. You became a part of God through Jesus by the reuniting, regenerating, born-again power of God, by the indwelling of God's Holy Spirit through salvation. We have been spiritually immersed back into God, filled with our Father God. Jesus, filled with his Holy Spirit. You are a spirit soul sent from God. You became a reunited spirit, reborn of the Spirit of God. Look at this and think about this closely. Get this. If you don't get nothing else, get this. What you first were, you have become again. You getting it? What you first were, you have become again. A spirit soul 
part of God. A living, spirit-led part of God. A flesh body to be submitted and ruled by the Spirit of God. Get this. All of God is invested in you. And God desires that you have the understanding, wisdom, and knowledge of him. His part of you. His will in operation through his spirit in you. You are a spirit soul of God sent to affect this earth. God communicates to you spiritually by his Holy Spirit to his spirit, you. I'm going to repeat that. You are a spirit soul of God sent to affect this earth. God communicates to you spiritually by his Holy Spirit to his spirit, you. Do you all understand that? Somebody text me or something and let me know you got this. If just one person got it, I'll be happy. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Okay, thank you. I'm going to teach it again and again and again. You got to get it. You got to get it. You are, read that. Reggie sent you the PDF. Read it until it goes click, click. Click, click. You are a spirit soul of God sent to affect this earth. God communicates to you spiritually by his Holy Spirit to his spirit, you. This is referred to as being led by the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit. You got it? God's spirit within you. This means living in the spirit of God. For as many as are led. How are you led? You're led because you are a spirit soul of God. God communicating to you spiritually by his Holy Spirit to his spirit, you. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, They are the sons of God. I want you to know what and who you are. You are a spirit soul sent from God to affect this earth. How? By connecting and reconnecting with him. (laughs) Reconnecting with Jesus and connecting with God. Listen, do this exercise. I, whatever your name is, I, Erica, I, Erica, am a spirit soul sent from God to affect this earth. I'm going to have you do it a million times. I, Erica, whatever your name is, see, you got to confess this thing in the airwaves. Yay! You're getting it. You got to confess this thing in the airwaves. It ain't that you need, you don't, you need the devil to understand this. The devil got to know, uh uh-oh, 
Uh-oh. I better watch out for this one. They got power for real, and they understand what they got to destroy me. But that demonic, uh, demoniac told Jesus, he said, Jesus, have you come to destroy us before our time? Jesus hadn't opened his mouth. Jesus hadn't done one thing. He set his foot. He set his foot after that boat on that ground. And everything, everything had to come under subjected to him. You, me, Erica, I'm a spirit soul sent from God to affect this earth, and I am made in the image and likeness of my God. I possess everything my God possesses, and I'm about to get more of it. If you are born again, Holy Spirit, pure person, your inward spiritual man just registered the whole truth of that statement. Now, this should also help you to understand why you have to wage spirit warfare. Your enemy, Satan, which is invisible to the natural eye, is a spirit also. His demons, fallen angels, evil and unclean spirits of bondage are invisible to the natural eyes. Because they are spirits too. But you are the stronger spirit. You know, I get so tired of people trying to make me believe that scripture that says, how can you enter into a strong man's house except you first find a strong man? Listen, yeah, brothers and sisters, there ain't no stronger man than you. You are the strongest man. Why? Because God lives in you. Jesus lives in you. The Holy Spirit lives in you. You are the strongest man. That's why the devil trying to band you up. You're the strongest man. You always will be. You always will. You let the devil come in your house and band you up. You don't have to stay bound, though. You ain't got to stay down. God is a spirit. Invisible to the natural eye. But made visible to the spiritual eyes of faith. The Bible tells us, and they that worship him, God who is spirit, must worship him in spirit and in truth. Invisible to the natural eye, but realized to your spiritual eyes. Understood and realized through faith, the eyes of your spiritual understanding. You are spirit, soul, sent from God to affect this world, to affect this world before you die and your spirit and soul return to him. We are spirit, souls, called and chosen to usher in God's kingdom, to rule on this earth. The Apostle Paul prayed for you and I, that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of our calling and the riches of the glory of our inheritance in the saints. 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now you know why you were born. Now you know what you are, who you are, and what you are filled with. You will sit here by God and for God. Remember, you were born into sin. You must not forget that you were born into sin. The real cause of demonic influence, oppression, influence, and infestation is sin. Whether it is your sin, the sins of your ancestors, or the sin of someone against you. Demonic oppression is so deceptive that rarely can a person that is under its influence point to a single cause for the problem in his or her life. The causes are usually complicated and can involve many people and events and or witchcraft. Compound these events over a generation, and it is no wonder that people are often at a loss to spiritually discern the seed and root causes of oppression. These many facets interact to make us who we are not. This has proven true for major problem areas negatively affecting the lives of many people. They are intricately intertwined. There is a fundamental interrelatedness between sin, generational sins, curses, ungodly beliefs, demonic influences, life, hurt, demonic oppression, demonic infestation, demonic suppression, iniquities, and transgressions. Brothers and sisters, many people believe they are exempt from the devil and demons. Many of you believe that you are exempt from demons and that Satan can't touch you. Contrary to that, the Holy Bible states, then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Jesus was led up by the Spirit of God into the wilderness for the express purpose to be tempted of the devil. And when the tempter came to him, all these things I will give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Get this, brothers and sisters. God permitted Satan to come close to Jesus. God permitted Satan to come close to Jesus so that Satan could try to tempt Jesus to draw him away from the path of perfect obedience to God's will. All of Satan's efforts appeal to the human desire to satisfy or lift up self. In every temptation, Jesus relied on and submitted himself to the authority of God's written word rather than yielding to the suggestions of Satan. You and I, as the people of God, have to understand 
that God has permitted demons, the devil, or Satan to come close to you as well. I'm going to repeat that. You and I, as the people of God, have to understand that God has permitted demons, the devil, or Satan to come close to you as well. Because you will be personally tried by the devil in an attempt to get you away from your obedience to God. Therefore, if you fail, you will never be able to appropriate God's covenant of promises and blessings flowing in your life. But I'm a believer, you say. Apostle Paul was in Ephesus. Paul spoke to the church and said, neither give place to the devil. This implies that it is possible for a Christian believer to give place to the devil. Any Christian that has at any time given place to the devil is in need of deliverance from evil spirits. They have, by their own choice, given ground to the devil. That is why uncovering hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression are so important because the devil is unloosing spiritual hidden opposition against the people of God. The spirits are not easily recognized because they are so deeply embedded within the soul and many times within the physical body. These spirits have to be hunted, discerned, uncovered, and exposed along with their seeds and roots. Then the part of the body that they have been lodged in has to be healed. Another self-preservation tactic of all demons is you are saved. We can't do anything to you. Demons have people so filled through hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression that the people don't even want to examine the real cause of their misery, pain, torment, and overall deprivation. The Integrated Healing Prayer Model is a biblically-based and scripturally sound approach to identifying and solving spiritual problems that have their roots and seeds emanating from demons within the spirit, soul, and body. We understand that we are dealing with demons, demonic influence, demonic infestation, demonic possession, and spiritual bondage coming from diverse spirits. Get this. You got to get this. You'll never be a good deliverance minister. You'll never move a demon if you don't. Spiritual warfare is all about defeating spirits. Ho! is all about defeating spirits. This is really what spiritual warfare is all about. Defeating the opposition to God's kingdom rule on earth. Spirits operating through infestation are used by the devil to infest people. 
However, they can also infest the area, such as your home, car, building, or some land. There can be demonic phenomena in a building, such as weird accidents happening, or you feeling unusually cold, depressed, or negative within certain areas of a building or home can cause unexplained fires to start randomly. Things moving in the home, cold spots, or demonic portals or openings located within the buildings and so on. These spirits can cause weird electronic malfunctions, which are quite common. Or there may be no discernible phenomena, but just a feeling of malaise or unease within an area. Sometimes the effects are very subtle such as people feeling ill. A church or ministry where divorce and sexual lust is running rampant is possibly under some sort of demonic infestation. It's very common for demons to infest parks, school grounds, and any public place where people congregate. It's very common for demons to infest an object. When this occurs, the demons travel with the object wherever it goes. The object can be anything. And surprisingly, it is often a piece of jewelry, a ring, a book. It can also be a cultural or religious object, an heirloom or a piece of furniture. Demonic infestation may deceptively look like the area is infested when really it is an object in the room which is causing the manifestation of the hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression. An infested object may cause phenomena within the person around the object. Someone wearing an infested object may act strangely, for example, out of character, or people around the object may may get extremely depressed and sick. Demons can infest animals, in the same way as they can infest people. Hidden works of darkness, hidden oppression, and hidden word-based programming, hidden oppression, hidden word-based programming, and witchcraft. Listen, get this. There's so much I want you to get. Hidden works of darkness, hidden word-based programming, and witchcraft all contain spirits. Hidden works of darkness, hidden oppression, hidden word-based programming, which is programming an individual without their knowledge, contain spirits that operate from within and without a person's whole being. They can afflict the individual they inhabit. Those spirits can spiritually pollute Everyone and everything that exists within the atmosphere around them, they can inflict them with harm, torment, misery, pain, and guess what else? Poverty. All leading to oppression, with the final goal being possession. Spirits that hide and operate through hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression do cause much harm in the life of the person or persons whose body they inhabit. They bring every sort of misery into manifestation. 
They operate through the soulless realm, the mental and emotional realm, even to the degree of reducing a person's will and altering their personality. They can work through the natural realm within your situations and circumstances, causing you and your material possessions to always be lost, killed, and destroyed. This includes your relationships, relations, and possessions, both spiritually and naturally. These spirits are enemies of God, and they are your enemy too. Demons will use no more effort than possible to accomplish goals. You must also be aware demonic spirits will use no more effort than is necessary to accomplish their goals. Their goals of demonic bondage and slavery to Satan. Their goals of demonic bondage and slavery to Satan. Demonic spirits have had centuries, even millennia, to perfect their approach to cause sin. Satan and his demonic host for too long are causing people to be deceived into thinking that opposite sexes are their own enemies. But why? Causing a marriage never to take place so that you will, in fact, leave them alone. A person becomes a submissive host in their divide, conquer, and steal, kill, and destroy mission against mankind. Through hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression, demons work undercover in breaking up family fellowship, both natural and spiritual. The reason they do this is so that they can pick the lambs off one by one. Other job descriptions of their of their great commission is to inflict doubt and unbelief upon as many people as possible. Through doubt and unbelief, <clears throat> working with hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression, get this, you all, those who do not believe can be used to transfer the spirits of doubt and unbelief to the unsuspecting believer. The unbeliever can be utilized in the process of destroying faith and hope in God. They carry around a spiritually destructive, transferable lack of faith in God and in God's ability. This is especially true for the spiritually wounded. Those spirits operating through hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression were really the perpetrators of those acts in the first place. Now they have some willing human spirits made subject to their will, and they use them to demonically infest, bind, and wound others negatively. The plan is infect everyone who gets close to them through transference of spirits. It's as if they become a walking bullet. Everyone that gets close to them is the target, especially, get this, you preachers, helpers, Ministers, especially the person that comes along beside them with the intention of helping them. They will demonically influence them by causing them to get hurt or suffer some wrong. The helping person 
will have to sincerely avoid destructive spiritual forces that will try to continually bring them down to the level of the demonic realm that they are operating within. Demons are not going to manifest themselves as big, ugly monsters. The majority of the spirits operating through hidden works of darkness and hidden oppressive demons are not going to manifest themselves as big, ugly monsters and come out into the open to engage you in, in an open fight where great destruction is weighed. Although succubus and incubus will do just that. The philosophy of the demons that work through hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression is a little different. By being spiritually manipulative through demonic dreams, false visions, false voices, lying prophets, gossip, and talebearers, all controlled by themselves, they can manipulate a person to the point where they will wage the destruction on their own and actually believe that it is of their own doing. They will use persistent self-sabotaging mechanisms to attract the same self-limiting scenarios to the person they are working with. Spirits operating through hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression will cause a person to have unsatisfying relationships. These spirits will continue to cause people to have emotional outbursts, anxiety, and feelings of being overwhelmed. Through episodes of depression, no love, and feelings of not being able to give or receive love, causing them to feel blocked and confused. These spirits inflict people with the feelings of inability to forgive or let go of the past. They make people to believe that they are unable to move forward or to be successful. Spirits operating behind, hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression, cause people to be diagnosed with unnamed, incurable sickness and chronic health issues. Spirits working in hidden works of darkness and hidden oppression cause poverty, deprivation, and scarcity regarding finances and life opportunities of an individual. In order to bring long-lasting healing, freedom, and restoration to a person, all of these areas must receive ministry within the same general time frame. Sometimes there is a single issue which impacts the life. Yet at other times, there seems to be more than one issue all interconnected with no clear beginning or focus. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth and knows all things and brings all things to remembrance. Through God's power, we have the experience and expertise to help a person find peace. The peace that comes through spiritual healing, deliverance, inner healing, or exorcism. I think I'm going to stop here. You got, you got the, you got the book. I think what I need to do, you got the book. Well, 
I'm, I'm, I guess I'm almost near the end. I see. Uh-uh. I'm gonna do. I do the. I do the end of this on part two. Not that much, but I'm gonna go. If you, if you um got any kind of pain or any kind of discomfort, discomfort of any kind, meet me uh, on the TED line in ten minutes. I'm gonna cast it out. I knew that there was a chance that it would manifest on this as I was teaching it. Um, I thank God for you. You know what? We've been on here almost two hours. I didn't think it would take that long. Um, but you got you got it. You can read read it, and then I'll finish it. I pick up where I where I, where I'm stopping. Uh, the only thing where I'm stopping at is is what we do in the ministry. But the but the meat of the information that's what I want to give you. I will start this. Uh, I will start this. Um, I don't think I'll do it tomorrow because I know there's somewhere else I got to go. Maybe Monday, but but there's more than this. More than this right here. This is here is how we can help you. Remember, this is the little booklet that we give to everybody that comes here. Okay. Um, I made a few changes. Few changes, not too much, but I see sudden pain for no reason. Meet me on the TED line and meet me on the TED line at eight fifteen. I do deliverance. TED line eight fifteen. If not, I'll see you tomorrow at six AM. I love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Susan. I love you. I love you so much. Happy birthday. And brothers and sisters, I love each and every one of you. I'm so glad you got it. I'm so glad you're getting it. You're going to be a sign. You're going to be a miracle. And you're going to be a wonder used by God to demonstrate himself on this earth through you. See ya. I love you. Sister Erica. Yes. This is from Willie 6780. Um, I have not gotten the PDF for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. That's because I didn't send them out, and the reason being, I ran, I ran them as a continuation, so that when you get it, it's, it's a whole book on Jesus. Okay. I think before you came on, I said you'll get it around Tuesday. All right. But you got the you got the book just now. Can I give this to my pastor? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. I. You know what? The Bible stand behind it. Okay. No problem. I will stand behind it. Thank you. All right. Now, I'm, if I'm you need some you. deliverance, meet me on the prayer line at 815. I'll meet you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love you all. Love you too. Bye-bye.